coming to paperback and e-readers this April. Isis, the main event. It's carnage inside of a steel cage as the goddess next door steps in the squared circle against the beast from the falls in this all-new Isis series adventure. Get Isis, the main event this April. Welcome to tonight's live stream. I'm going to get started in a minute. What's going on, Nightingale Wednesday Nightmare? What's going on, Lauren the Hobbit? Okay, I'm gonna get started with tonight's live stream. And I wanted to do tonight's live stream after hearing about so many people being forced to work from home as a result of the stay at home orders, also known as shelter in place, or what people call the lockdowns in many states like here in New York. And because of those shelter-in-place orders established by those governors, people who have jobs are, in many cases, are told to work from home. And for many people who are used to working in an office, that's a very different experience for them. So they aren't really used to working from home, but working from home is something that I have done for over a decade now. So I wanted to give all of those people who are just getting used to this in the first two weeks of these shelter in place orders, some tips for being able to be able to remain productive doing work at home and being able to get things done, not only at doing the work at home, but being able to maintain some semblance of sanity in your home. Now, when it comes down to many people, their home is a separate place from their workplace. And they oftentimes want to set a boundary for their home so it can be a place where they can rest, a place where they can relax, a place where they can recharge, and they want to keep their home separate from work so that they can have that place to go to where they can just have that space that is theirs personally. And it can be somewhat intrusive when you have to work from home, but you can do things in order to make the home, um, working at home a little easier than anything else 
out there. So this is something you can do um, overall to help yourself. So the first thing you need to do is you have to understand that, yes, you are working from home, but this is still your home. And what you want to do in order to maintain some sort of order in your home is the first thing you want to do is set a boundary for where you do your work. Now, setting that boundary for where you do your work means you create a designated space for where you just do your work. Now, as the publisher of the SJS Direct Imprint the guy, and publishing books like ISIS, the main event, and many others, what I do is I set aside a space in my bedroom just for working. And then that one space is the only place where I do working. I usually have my desk and my chair set up in this area. And this is the only place where I do most of my work. So the same desk that you see me sitting in front of right now, this is my designated workspace. And I do not use any other part of the room for that. Now, if you have a big enough house, you what you do is you designate one room for just doing your work. And that room is the only place where work will be done. If you can have a home office, that is beneficial. And if you can't get a home office like me and you have to work in a bedroom, again, you just designate one section of the room and use that as your professional space. And that's the place where you're going to work. But you want to have that separate place for doing your work and that the only thing that's going to be done there will be work. The other parts of the room or the other parts of the house are your personal space and you leave them your personal space because if you have your home turned into an office, then what's going to happen is you're going to wind up making yourself crazy because everything will be all about work and you won't have any personal space for yourself. So again, if you want to work from home, the first thing you have to do is set that boundary for yourself by designating a singular space just for working. And in that space, the only thing that's going to go on in that space is work and work-related things. Now, when I work on books for the SJS Direct Imprint, usually, again, I just work from a desk, and that's just about it. The desk and the chair that you see me sitting in right now to make this live stream, this is my designated workspace. And again, all I do here is write my stories, make my videos, and do my live streams. And it's all done in this one space. Now, it used to be I would do live streams. I would do them when I had my action figure display, but I found it to be a lot of um, issues with lighting and I couldn't really do things there. But so I decided to, again, set that boundary and bring it back to the desk. Now, in addition to setting your boundary for your personal space, what you want to do after that is set a structure for managing your time. And managing your time is something that you need, really need to set up early on after you designate your space, because once you manage your time, you're going to be able to get 
work done in a productive manner. Now, as somebody who has been, again, working from home for over 10 years, I do this by setting up a schedule. And usually back when I had my, was the other apartment, I had a schedule of working from about 7 a.m. to about 9 a.m. for making videos. And then after that, I would go to the library, to upload my videos. And then after that, I would do my shopping here and there. And then after that, I would do my writing. So I had a schedule for things that I wanted to do. And I had designated times to get things done. Now, in addition to setting that time, what you want to do is set some goals, but these goals are not going to be, you know, like you did in the workplace because you are working with a completely different time schedule than you did at work because with the nine to five work schedule, you had the eight hours to work around. But with this, with the working from home, you have, you don't have, you have a lot more time, but this is the whole thing is is that you have a lot of bosses who think because you have more time, they can take advantage of you. And again, that's something you really don't want to happen. What you really want to do is set boundaries with these bosses because they aren't allowed to work you like a dog because you're working from home. They have to work within, as I see it, the same schedule that they would. But the whole thing is, the pace that you're gonna be working is going to be a lot slower because when you're working from home, you are not in a work environment. So you should be able to work a little slower than you would in a office. As I see it, when you're working from home, you really need to slow it down even though you're at this desk all day because when you work from home, what you're doing is you really need that time to you know, really clear your mind, really relax and take your time with things because this is, is not going to be as fast paced. And it's not even going to be that fast paced because most of the businesses, again, even though they're running, they're running at half capacity and they are. And with everything running as relate to this whole shutdown in many states, there's no really need to rush. So as I see it, everything is going to be slower. The work is going to get done, but it's going to get done in, at a slower pace and it's going to be get, get done at a more, um, again, more a slower pace because when you're working at home, you're not on some sort of clock and you're not really pressed for time like that. Yes, you have to manage time, but the whole thing is you are taking a little bit more time because you are, again, at home and you need that breathing room in order to get things done. Now, in working from home, you're yes, you, when you're what you're doing is you're setting goals for the day. And usually when I am working at home um every day, I usually again set up some time for the videos. I set up some time for book promotion where I go on social media like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and what I do during that time is I just spend like from 10 to 12 promoting, you know, books of the SJS direct imprint, um, like the new SJS direct 2020 books like John Haynes, the man with nothing to lose the Josh Howard cover here and the John Haynes, the man with nothing to lose the Mike Williams cover. These are available on Amazon. And again, ISIS, the main event, which is coming out in April. 
Vice is all that glitters is already out, and Eastian God is up. Many of the books I'm promoting, like again, from lunchtime, because I know a lot of people at lunch, they are looking for something to read or looking to read for the weekend. And then after I do that from about 10 to about two o'clock, I then take a dinner break. And then after that, I go back to work looking for other things. And I take another break until about eight o'clock or so. And then I start doing the writing of next year's books. But I have a structured schedule and you have to have a structured schedule as well when you're working from home. But again, when you're working, it's not to be, you know, you working relentlessly because when you work relentlessly, you're going to really frustrate yourself. You're going to make yourself crazy. And that's not really productive for you because uh, one of the things you have to do when you're working from home, you have to understand is this, this is a very small this event. It's a very um, singular space and you need to not be so focused on just sitting in front of a computer all day. Now, some people, um, bosses out here, they think that because somebody's working from home, it means that they are just at their beck and call and they have to answer every email, every text. And that's just not how it is. I mean, when people are working from home, you, you're not going to be sitting there, you know, in front of a computer all day. I mean, I don't sit in front of a lap in front of this laptop every day. I have other things that I need to do. And I understand that the artist I work with and the independent contract for contract work, they have other things to work at. So I learned you don't you don't just keep bugging people and harassing people. What you do is you give them their moment, you know, you send them one email, let them know, okay, I've got this um, cover I need to do. Um, and then if it takes a day or two, they will get back to you, but you have to be patient about it. And what I find with a lot of bosses out here who work in the corporate world, they think that everything is supposed to run like they do at the office where people are immediately getting back to you. And that's not how it works when people are working from home, because again, when people are working from home, they usually are working at a slower pace and they are oftentimes working to make sure that the work is of higher quality. Now, when you work from home, that is the, one of the reasons why you are working slower is because you are working to make sure that the work is up to a, a high standard. And the reason why you want to make sure the work is a higher standard is because you aren't in the office and because you're not in the office and there's no boss over you, you are usually the boss over yourself. So you want to make sure that the work is of the highest quality. And again, that's one of the trade-offs you have when people work from home. Now, a lot of indie writers, a lot of indie artists, they work from home and oftentimes they work with very little supervision. And the reason why they work with little supervision is because a lot of the people like myself who commission things like art to be done, what we do that for is because we trust that artist to do their work. So when you have employees working from home, you have to trust them to do the job you assign them, to complete the tasks you delegated to them, and you have to trust them to get whatever work you need to be done. And one of the big problems I see from a lot of bosses out here is this micromanaging. 
And you really, it really is not a good thing to go out here and micromanage people who are working from home because you're, when you micromanage people, it doesn't help get the work done any faster. In fact, all you do is impede a lot of the progress that people are making. Because when you sit there and send people you know, one email after the other, it just, it slows people down because I have to take a minute to go over to my mail app and answer your email. And in those moments that I am answering your email and going back and forth with you, what's happening is you're eating up hours of the day that can keep me from completing tasks. So oftentimes when you are working from home, again, you really want to give your employees space because that space is the time that they're going to use to go out here and get their work done. So what I see a lot of people they want to do is they want to try to micromanage people and keep, you know, calling them up and keep sending them text and and sometimes calling them at inappropriate hours, which I really have an issue with. But what I find from working freelance, again, with independent contractors is you just give, tell, send people one email, you tell them what you need to get done, and then you set a date for when they need to finish. And once they get that date, okay, you leave them to get, get whatever work they need to be done. And you just leave people alone, let them get what needs to be done, done. And that's, that's how it goes when you work from home. You don't have to keep hounding people to get things done. You have to have a lot of trust in people. And that's something that a lot of people really, they're not, they don't really understand because when people come from an office, a lot of people are coming from these offices with all of this insecurity, but they're not understanding that people who work from home we have to we have to really work on faith and we work trusting whoever is there you know who we're working with to get things done and what happens is usually people when you're working with them they will help you get things done and if you are and if there's something wrong they'll let you know you know a day before or a week before and you usually can get stuff solved and that's, that's, that's what happens because that's another thing that's important about working from home is communication. And you have to have really good communication, you know, in order to work from home. I mean, you have to have, you know, people that you can communicate with effectively. And that's something that is very important to working from home is good communication. And the other thing you have to have is very good organization. So being organized is very important for working from home. So you have to, again, have your schedule set up for yourself and your schedule set up for what tasks you want to do in the day. So you really want to set up everything you want to do in that day as related to, you know, things you want to do as related to getting your work done. So you really want to have goals set up. For example, I usually in the morning when I get up, I have a goal of what video I want to film. 
and I set the goal that I want to get this video filmed. And usually I set that up early in the morning. I get that raw footage put together. Then I take that raw footage and edit it and then upload it. And then I'll, I have my video up. And then after I set, after I complete that goal, I have the goal of, you know, going out here and promoting the books of the SJS Direct Imprint um, through the lunch periods. And after that, I have my period for writing. So I structure each day with a series of excuse me, of tax to be done. And in between the tax that I have, the major tax I have to set done, I have the minor tax to be set to get done. Again, um, things like looking over the sales numbers, looking over the sales ranks. And I have other things that I do, like talking to people on social media, um, talking to different contacts. That's, that's, that's all part of taking care of the business. And these are things that you do throughout the day and they help you get the work done because it's, you're going to get the work done. It's not going to be done, you know, at this rapid pace, like people do in a workplace, but it will get done. And what I find is that the work will be done at a higher quality because oftentimes if you don't really press people too hard, people will relax and they will give you their best work because if you give them that space they will go out here and produce but what i find is a lot of bosses they're trying to work people like they would in an office but you really can't do that because when people are working at home what they need you need to give them the space to be able to breathe and relax because this person is not going to be glued to this desk all day staring at this computer and if they were to sit there and stare at that computer all day i can guarantee you it's going to frustrate them it's going to anger them and for some people they, it's going to make them crazy because to sit in front of the computer all day just it's just too much for for a lot of people out there and you do need to take breaks away from that computer and i take breaks away from that computer all the time. Um, sometimes I take breaks to just go for, go to the store to go pick up some groceries. Sometimes I take break because I have to make dinner sometimes. So I go there to get the groceries. Sometimes I take breaks to go do my laundry. Sometimes I take breaks just to get away from the computer. And back when they used to have the Decades Network on, on the network television, I used to take breaks and watch old TV shows. And a lot of, you know, writers and artists, they take breaks like that throughout the day, watching TV shows, watching Netflix, watching YouTube videos. And you really need that downtime when you work from home because it allows you a moment to actually refresh and relax. And it allows you to take a minute to step away from that computer screen and get some perspective on your work. Now, oftentimes when I would step away from the computer, what would happen is I would get really inspired because when you're sitting in front of that computer all day, you are just like focused on what you wanna do so much that it you, you actually don't really see the picture clearly from a panoramic perspective and taking that minute to step away from the computer, that 
can help you get some perspective on what you're working on, the goals you want to accomplish, and it can allow you to really take that minute to really um, get that perspective to really make your work the best work it can be. For example, when I was working on the novel Spellbound in 2016, what I did was one day I was walking to the supermarket to go get my mother some groceries, and I got a plot twist as related to the story because I was going to go one way with the story in the first act, and then I, after I was walking down the street, I came up with the idea for going another way with the story. And when I went in that direction that I came with the story, it came out to be a much better story overall. And sometimes you have to take that minute to step away from that computer screen, because when you step away from that computer screen, that's when you can clear your mind and that's when you can start really thinking about things a little bit more critically and a little bit more clearly because sitting in front of that computer for four, five, six hours, it's, it's can really, it can really do a number on your mind and everybody needs to take breaks away from the computers and whatever they're working on and just take a moment to relax. I mean, I see those breaks as, you know, very good things for people to do. And when you're working from home, you do need to take those breaks and people do need to respect your space because you are going out of your way to let these people let you work in your own space and they need to give you space so you can get out here and get these tasks done. So as I see it, um, when you're out here working, um, you do need, a lot, again, a lot more space in order to breathe, in order to relax, because again, even though you are in this designated space for a certain number of hours, the whole point is about getting the finished product done and it's not about people, you know, being cracking the whip on people. It's all about getting the finished product done. So you have to, again, if you're a boss, you have to change your perspective. And if you're an employee, you have to change your perspective as well, because it's not about um, getting about, about, about how people work. It's about the finished goal. So when you are working from home, you're more focused on the final goal, not just the whole process as related to things. Because when you're in office, everything is about process and procedure. But at, when you work at home, it is not about process or procedure. It's usually about getting the work done and making sure it's high quality. And it's not going to be, you know, done very quickly. It's going to be done, it's going to be done very effectively. So for example, like when I write a story like a John Haynes, the man with nothing to lose, usually when I'm writing a story like this, uh, um, I might work on a chapter a night. I might work on half a chapter a night, but it's not about how many words I write. It's about making sure that I write the quality words on the story and make sure that I get, get up to the point where the story is finished. So my goal isn't about I need to write a thousand words a day in order to meet a quota. No, it's about 
me writing the best work I can work on in a effective manner and making sure that the quality is up to it, my standard. So that's what I want to do when I'm there. It's like, I want to get the story finished and I want to get the story up to a standard. So that is my goal whenever I go out here and put together a book like a John Haynes, The Man With Nothing To Lose. So what I want to do is put together a quality or quality story, and I want to put it together in an effective manner. So I'm going to leave a link to Josh Howard's variant cover. That's the first link. And now I'm going to leave a link to Mike Williams's fantastic cover for John Haynes, The Man With Nothing To Lose. You can pick up this book and and Mike Williams' book. This is out right now. You can pick it up in paperback and Kindle formats. And you can get both of these books if you have Kindle Unlimited. You can read them for free. But these are the books that I work on um, every day as part of the SJS Direct Print imprint when I'm working from home. And to get to this point, I have to set again my schedule i have to set my routine and i have to really stay organized in order to get these books out here and you're going to be able to do the exact same thing on your job when you are working from home but when a lot of people again they want to bring the office techniques to the home but the office techniques do not work in the home because the home is a completely different work environment. And when people work at home, they are not working at that fast and frantic pace. They are working at a more relaxed pace because they really want to just, when you're at home, you really don't want to be working too much because what's going to happen is if you work like a nine to five type schedule, what you're going to do is you're going to burn yourself out or you're going to make yourself crazy. And what you want to do is break that work up into designated work periods. And when you break that work up into designated work periods, you know, like you'll, like I do, I'll, I'll film videos for about two hours and then I'll do the videos there. I'll do the promotion for two hours. And then I will then later on do the writing later on. So yes, there's work that's getting done, but it's getting done in a way where I have, different break periods. I have different periods to go do other things. And again, it's not about getting this work done so quickly. Um, thank you for the 10 pound um, super chat, telephone engineer and doorbell installer. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to donate to the super chat, you may do so as well. Or if you want to donate to the cash app, you can donate to the cash app. I'm going to leave a link to the cash app. So I know a lot of people out there, they're not used to working in at home because um, they're used to working in an office. They're used to commuting. They're used to traveling to an office. And this whole world of working at home is a brand new concept for them. And this, again, it's, it's something that it takes some getting used to. But once you get used to it, it 
is a little bit easier than working in an office because you really don't have to get up to go out here and commute. And again, you are cutting down on time for going out here and commuting, but they, but the employer needs to understand that this is still your time and you need to set boundaries as related to your time because it, as I see it, it's completely inappropriate for a boss to text you at 6 a.m. It's inappropriate for a boss to text you at 7 p.m. I mean, it's completely inappropriate to go out here and text and email people at, at these off hours and then expect work to be done in those off hours because this is your time. Yes, you are at home and yes, you are working from home, but your time is still your time and there needs to be a designated time for them to email you. There needs to be a designated time to text you and they need to respect those boundaries as related to you. So when I look at these employers out here, some of them wanna go out of their way and try to break the boundaries. And I say, no, you don't get to break those boundaries because as I see it, just like an independent freelancer, when you contract them, you contact them within business hours. And if they get back to you, they get back to you. But there is a level of professionalism when you're out here. And again, you don't, one of the things that I see some of these bosses out here doing is contacting people at odd hours. And again, that's really abusing people's time because this is their time. I mean, yes, they are not taking this time to go out here and get dressed to put on a business suit. This is not their time to, you know, get, get on a bus or a train, but it is still their time. And you give them that time to check their emails, check their tasks. And some people, they like I do, I used to do in the morning. Sometimes I would, after, if I had some downtime for making videos, I would look over books like The Man Crisis and stuff like that. But that was something I did, I did with the editing because sometimes I would do a little bit of revision here or there. But the whole thing is, you have to respect people's time. And a lot of employers, they don't want to respect people's time. They think that, oh, he's working from home, so he has more time. And no, they have the same amount of time and because you have to give people space to get work done. And that's the other thing about um, working from home is, again, people need to respect your space and this is something that people need to do is respect your space because again you are in, you are letting these people come into your personal space and they are you are letting them um do their work in your space so so That's something you really have to think about um, as related to your space. And you have to, again, keep setting boundaries with people because you are not supposed to, because you're working from home doesn't mean you have to work like a slave. And because you have other things you need to do, you have other tasks that need to be done. And, excuse me, you don't have to sit there and 
to deal with all of this other stuff, you know, where they are making you work so hard. I mean, that's 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 not something that you should allow because you have to really set a boundary with people as related to how you're going to work. So that's that's one of the things I do when I'm when I'm working from home is I set boundaries. So I set boundaries and you have to set boundaries too. I mean, I'm an independent, I mean, I work, I have, I work for myself, but again, when I'm working with others, again, set boundaries and I maintain uh, a line because their whole thing is you don't want to wind up becoming where you're, with, where, you're, where the, the job is working you. You work the job, but the job is not working you. So that's something you really have to think about when you are working from home. You don't want the job to intrude into your home and practically take over your home. So that's why it's important to put all of the stuff as related to work in one space and also designate times for getting that work done. And yes, you're going to be on the internet you're going to be, you know, communicating um, as related to emails and stuff and text messages, but don't let people go out of their way to start pushing into your personal time. Now, your personal time is something you structure for yourself as related to your schedule, and that time is just for you. I mean, if you want to take a lunch break, you can take that lunch break. And if you want to go out here and you want to have your TV going while you're working, that's something you you do because that's something you want to do. And it helps you relax and get the work done. So you can have your TV going on. And I used to have my television going on. I used to watch decades. I used to watch, you know, a lot of different movies when they used to come on, old 50s movies from when Get TV was going on and many others when I was working. And I find that it's really, again, relaxing while you're working. I mean, I know several comic artists, um, they will be sitting there watching um, Netflix while they're working, and they would sit there and watch their Netflix shows while they're, while they're writing their stories or they're doing their art. And that's something you can do as well because you're at home. I mean, if you're at home, it's, again, not about you getting, the, about you working at so hard and working to this crazy pace, it is about you getting these goals completed. And as long as you get the goals completed up to a standard, no one should really care about how you get things done. I know many of my YouTube viewers, um, when they, when I was doing live streams at noon, they would be watching me right in their office. And you, if you want to watch a YouTube video while you're at home working, that's your prerogative. I mean, it's your right to go out here and do that because this is how you work. This is how you flow. And if you're flowing, then that then it shouldn't be a problem because as long as you can get a flow going, you're going to get this work done and you're going to get this work done up to standard. So it's not about you sitting in front of a computer all day. It is about you getting this work done up to a standard. And if it takes um, 
a certain amount of time for you to do that. It doesn't matter how you do it in that time. It's just as long as you're getting it done, but it cannot, you know, overtake everything in your life. So again, you do need to balance things out as related to your home life so that it doesn't overtake you because you shouldn't be, you know, up worrying about some type of work in your own home. You should be able to be able to tackle that work as related to your own pace. And if you're going to be at home, why should you do things at the super breakneck speed when the work is going to get, when it's not going to really affect anything overall? Because if you look at the whole thing as related to this whole pandemic, many of these companies are being forced to slow down. So you should slow down as well. I mean, it shouldn't be you feeling like you have to do things frantically. I mean, it should be you sitting there saying, okay, we got this work to get done. We got to get this thing done. But it, the whole thing is we're going to get to that deadline, but we're going to get to that deadline in a way that means we're going to have to do it in, in a fashion that is not the way we do it in an office. So it means that you may have to work on things you know, on a piecemeal schedule, or it may mean may mean you might have to take take things and do them at you know one piece here, one piece there, or I might have to work on something for a minute here, like on certain books, I'll work on a chapter on one book for a minute, then I'll put that book away and then put it on, on and then start working on another project because if I sat there and worked on that one same book all day, I would make myself crazy. But if I work on the other project, it will help me to relax. And if I relax, then I can get some fresh perspective on the new, on the older project. So a lot of times you might work on one piece here or one piece there, but the ultimate, the whole thing is you're working towards the ultimate goal of finishing. And this is the other thing about working from home that's really important. Again, it's all about how you finish your projects it is not about what you about the process of the project because it's not about you sitting there every day doing the exact same thing every day is going to be a little bit different here and there yes you have a schedule of things that you're going to do and times you're going to designate it but the way you go about things every day will be a little different so I used, as I see it, you know, you can't really sit there and say, I'm going to, like I would do and say, oh, I'm going to work on this book every day because that'll make you crazy because sometimes you get stuck or sometimes you have a hard time processing ideas for that book. So sometimes the only thing you can do is put that book on the shelf for a minute and then go over to another project and do something with that so that you can clear your mind and get fresh ideas for the other project. And sometimes you, you, you when you're working on different tasks, you gotta put one set of tasks away so that you can go do something else. So it's not something that where you're gonna just be doing the same thing all the time, because if you do ever, ever the same thing all the time, you are just gonna make yourself crazy. You're just gonna get frustrated and it's just gonna be, the job is just gonna be too much for you. So I've learned a lot about working from home 
um, over the last 10 years. And I'm hoping that other people can learn about working from home. And another thing that I learned about working from home is, again, you have to take those breaks because if you don't take those breaks, you're going to lose your mind. So you have to step away from the computer. And in some cases, you just have to turn off the computer. Now, there are some employers out there, they're going to get mad about the whole idea of somebody having their computer off or having their cell phone off. But everybody, again, they're in their personal space and they have a right to have their computer and their cell phone off because they have a right to their personal time. And people out here, then they're working from home, they... When they're working from home, they have a right to that personal time because they need that time to get to recharge and think about things. So if you don't hear from somebody for maybe an hour or so, sometimes they're in a place like the laundry. Sometimes they're at a place like the store. And some people are even just spending time eating dinner with their family. You have to, and employers really need to respect that time because this person they are dedicated to getting your work done, but you have to give them the space to get their work done. So people, what they when they're pulling away from the computer, it does not mean that they're lazy or they're incompetent. It means that this person is taking a break to, you know, take care of some personal business. It means they might be, again, in a supermarket getting groceries for the family. It may mean that they are out here washing some laundry to have clothes to get to um, be able to do work in. It may mean that they are um, taking care of something as related to the kids, or they may be even just playing with their kids. But that's the, something that people do, and they need that minute out here um, to do things overall. Now, people do need that time. And they do need that time and they need that time because they need that time to get their, get themselves together, get them, get take care of personal things. Because if they don't take care of the stuff at home, then they're definitely not going to be able to take care of the work that they're doing. So you have to give people that time to get their work done at home, to do the things that they need to do. And them stepping away from the computer, again, it does not mean that the person is lazy. It means that the person is trying to deal with things as related to the balance of their lives. And it means that they're trying to take care of things as related to their own personal life and take care of things as related to their personal space. So these are things that people, they really don't understand, you know, about working from home. They think that, oh, it's just the guy, he's at home all day. He's going to be sitting in front of a computer. He's going to be just sitting there going through paperwork and answering emails or there at the beck and call. And no, it's not that the person's going to be there at the beck and call. It means that the way this person worked in the office where you could just call them up immediately or talk to them immediately, 
You're not going to be able to do that with a person working from home. When you're working with a person from home, yeah, it, it can happen. I've heard, I've seen that the distractions and different stuff, and Esau's devil. But the whole thing is, is that you have to stay focused, and that's something that I learned to do over the years is stay focused because. Yeah, you can easily get distracted, but if you have your designated times for doing work, you are going to get that work done. It's Again, it's not going to be done in this fast-paced, you know, instant fashion that people do in an office, but it will get done as related to the ultimate goal. And you're not focusing on the, um, on how things are done. You're just focused on getting them done because it's not about the process and the procedure and it's about getting things done. Now, BK from the Rockies makes a good point. You can become a hermit if you don't watch yourself. That's true. And you can work longer hours because you can lose track of time. But you really, again, you don't become a, you don't have to become a hermit. I mean, you can talk to people. I mean, when I used to go to, one of the things I used to do that you can't do anymore is I used to go to the library to avoid the whole hermit thing. And you go to the, you go to those places like um, your Starbucks or your places like that, and you're around people and that can really help you when working from home and also talking to different people on social media. I mean, I have a lot of my viewers that I talk to on the regular on Facebook and I talk on Twitter I talk to those guys um, on the regular, excuse me, and because I talk to those people, usually that can keep you from becoming this hermit or this antisocial person. And if you are always talking to different people, so you won't become this hermit or this guy who's just sitting in a room all day. And you have to, you have to really um, talk to different people because again, it gives you perspective on things gives you understanding of things, and it really helps you to see the world objectively because one of the things about working from home is if you stay to yourself too long, you will just wind up with a really twisted perspective, and you really want to avoid doing things like that. So you really want to, if you're working from home and you are doing things in the designated period, you want to take a designated break where you step outside, you know, go to a store, get some air because taking that minute here or there to step away, what happens is you wind up having that time to breathe and you also have that time to be around other people. So being just going to that store, that can really help you be able to get that time to breathe. And it can also put you around people so that you don't wind up being all to yourself. And because if you're all to yourself and you're sitting there, all, all you're doing is sitting there with all with your thoughts all the time and sitting there with your thoughts all the time is never a good thing. You really want to talk to other people, whether it be online or whether it going outside, because that's going to help you long term as related to working from home. But you really just don't want to be in that house all day long. Now, I know a lot of people out there, again, they are dealing with these with this new type of work situation. But the whole thing is you have to try to balance things out as related to the work situation. Yes, you are still working for an employer from home, but the way you do your work is up to you. And a lot of people, they're not used to 
taking the lead like that, but you have to take the lead because when you take the lead as related to your way of working at home, then you can make it where you can remain productive and you can maintain your own mental health because maintaining your mental health is another aspect of working from home because you cannot just sit there all day in front of these computers. You can't sit there and just keep answering the emails and going back and forth with people. You really need to have that time for yourself. And again, designate time for doing work, designate time for getting tax done, designate time. And yes, there are going to be a lot of distractions. I mean, I myself deal with a lot of distractions because sometimes when I'm moderating videos, the comment section, or I'm doing book promotion, YouTube video will pop up from someplace like Power Nation or one of my other favorite viewers out here. And I'll get this impulse to be like, I got to watch this. And then I have to temper that impulse and say, you know, let me get this done. And then let me get this promotion done. Let me post this link up here or let me, you know, get this promotion finished. And then I'll just go in on my break time and I'll take a look at it. Now, sometimes from about that one to two promotion period when I'm doing promotion in the middle, because I usually start promotions around about 10 to from 10 to about two. I'll take a look here or there at a YouTube video or when I'm in between doing my writing projects, I'll take a look at that YouTube video and I'll look at those YouTube videos, but I will make sure that my work is on the way to getting finished or the way or it's about to be finished. But the whole thing is you have to have that, that discipline you know, in order to focus on getting that work done first thing overall. Yeah, that happens, BK from the Rockies. Yeah, your family will distract you. They will nag you. But what happens is, yeah, yeah, you have to check them on your work. But also importantly, you have to have your designated workspace and tell people they can't come into your designated workspace during a certain hour. So your family will love to do that and people will do that. But you have to let people know, okay, this is what I'm doing. Like when I at home, I will tell my family, okay, I'm doing a live today from such and such hours, and they will respect that time, and I'll be able to just do my live without any interruption or any interference. So you have to set a standard, set things with people and set that boundary, letting them know, okay, I'm going to be working at from about nine o'clock to such and such hour, and if there's something going on and it's not an emergency, you you come to, you go to your mother or you go to somebody else. And that's how it's done. Usually if you have a two parent household and you have family working, have family in the home, you let them know, look, unless it's something important, you know, you don't come to me because I got to get this work done. And this work is the only way we pay the bills around here. So that's something you have to do because people will try to nag you. They'll try to harass you. They'll try to keep asking you stuff, but you have to have your designated work time and People can't interfere with you during your designated work time. You have to let them know, look, this is what this is. I have to get this work done by a certain hour or a certain time. And every second that you do that, you're keeping me from being able to pay the bills around here and take care of business in the home. So, again, it's all about setting boundaries. It's about setting a structure and it's about make, managing your time. But 
you can work from home and you can make it very productive. And the whole thing is you have, you can do it very effectively, but the whole thing is you have to know how to work from home. And a lot of people, they don't know how to, they're getting, this is all new to them. And what's happening is a lot of people, they're not, they're, they're, they're coming into this blind, but I've been doing this for again, over over a decade. And I want to see people be productive. And I also want to see managers out there start to understand how to get productivity out of workers who are working from home, because you really cannot drive people working from home the same way you would in an office. Now, an office is a completely different environment. And in an office, yeah, you can probably make all of send, keep sending people emails every five minutes. And you can keep sending people text every five minutes. But when somebody is working from home, you are not going to be you're, you're going to you're not going to be, be able to do that because sometimes, again, this person's laptop is off. This person's cell phone is off or they're not even in the room because they are cooking or cleaning or doing something. So the only way you're going to be able to communicate with them is sometimes from one email that you send maybe in the middle of the day. And you may possibly get an answer that same day, but you're not expecting to get that answer. But the whole thing is, uh, the whole thing is you want to make sure that you're communicating with each other. And that's all that matters. I mean, when I go out here and I contact, again, an artist like a Bill Walko to design a cover like Isis All That Glitters, I just send him an email and I say, hey, can, are you available to do this project? And he'll come back to me and say, yeah, I'm available to do this project. I send him my concept and then I just leave Bill alone and let him do his work. And he gets back to me and he'll send me the sketch um, for the book uh, and the cover. And then I'll say, okay, I like this. And if there's something wrong, I'll tell him to fix it. And that'll be the end of it. It's just, it's the whole thing is, you have to trust your workers to do their work. You have to trust the laborers to do their work. And the communication is not going to be every day back and forth. It's going to be basically whenever people need to talk to you, they will talk to you. And you just have to delegate your instructions, delegate your tasks that need to be done. And then you leave people alone and let them do their work. I'm glad to see you here, Mobar7170. Um, I wanted to do this one as a stream because I thought it wouldn't be effective as a video um, because when I had the idea for the video about working from home, I thought it wouldn't come out too well, so I decided to do it as a stream instead. I'm still doing the Friday show, which is going to be about Marvel's New Warriors and why black people need to control their own image, but I'm doing this one because I wanted to help out a lot of the people out here who are working from home. And this is a brand new world for a lot of people due to this um, outbreak that's going on. So a lot of people, this is a brand new experience from them. And so it's a brand new experience for them. So I, as somebody who has been doing this for a long time, I wanted to you know, help them understand how it is to work from home. And it can be disconcerting for somebody who's used to 
being in an office all the time or retail establishment all the time. It can be really disconcerting, but it can be, once you adjust to it and you find your flow, you'll be finding yourself just as productive as you, excuse me, in an office. Because these days with me working from home, I'm working just like I would any other nine to five job out here. I mean, I practically have the same type of, you know, work rate as a nine to fiver. And it's the exact same thing these days. I mean, these days when I'm out here, you know, working on the YouTube videos, working on the live streams, um, working on different book promotions and making appearances on radio shows and other people's YouTube's you live streams, it's practically like working a nine to five job. But the whole thing is because I know how to structure a schedule and I know how to stagger out a schedule towards getting certain goals done and getting certain tasks done, I don't wind up overwhelmed by it because you can easily wind up getting overwhelmed by your home and family life if you don't know how to set those boundaries or set those structures as related to how you work because what will happen is you're going to try to do everything and when you try to do everything that's going to make you crazy and when you try to stay on call almost every hour on the hour you're going to make yourself crazy as well so what I'm hoping to do is help people not make themselves crazy because it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to wind up getting into a home situation where you're practically, the company is running you and you're not having any time for yourself. What you're going to do is be able to go out here, be able to get your work done, but then be able to have that personal time to yourself. And you, again, really need that space that is yours and you need that space in your own home because your own home, you should have, you know, a room dedicated to things that help you relax, like a place where you can sit there and be able to just enjoy what you enjoy and then have the space where you take care of business. And that's something that if you can't afford it, you just put a, a desk in a corner or have a, a corner where you're just going to do work. But then you have your other living space and your sleeping space that is all about you and all about helping you to relax because you have to get away from work at some time in your life. And if you don't get away from work, you're going to wind up becoming one of these workaholics and you're going to wind up making yourself crazy. And bosses out here, they need to understand that if a guy is sitting there and he's watching a Netflix in the background, it doesn't mean that he's being a slacker. No, it means that he's taking a minute to um, think about something as he's getting the work done or the listening or watching that Netflix is helping him get his flow on and watching that Netflix show is helping him get these tags out faster. So you, you can't really hound people about certain things in their home. Um, Mobar is still a sole proprietorship. Um, I don't. I have to make a certain amount of profits to make it into an LLC. I'm trying to get my sales up. So in order for me to turn SJS Direct into an LLC, I'm going to need more sales of books like John Haynes, The Man with Nothing to Lose, 
and books like Isis, the main event and other SJS direct books, but I'm hoping to turn it into an LLC sooner rather than later. What's going on, Soul Provider? I'm glad to see you here. I'm talking about, you know, work tips for people working at home. And I want to help people out here because I know so many people across the country and across the globe, they are adjusting to this new life. What's going on, Chris? Um, Chris is the creator of the Omega Black Manga. And you can pick up this awesome manga on Amazon.com. Um, but all of these guys, they're working at home just like I do in addition to their jobs. But you have to adjust. To, a lot of people, they're not adjusted to working from home. And they're like, this is a brand new world for them, especially when you're used to getting on a bus, getting on a train, commuting, going down to the office. And um, Rob, Rob I.S., um, He's not related to Chris Brown. Um, his he's um, uh, he's um, a completely different Chris. But the whole thing is that when you're working on different jobs, um, you're used to doing it at nine to five routine. But coming into it, and Mobile, um, how else do I promote my books to the public? Well, I promote my books primarily through um, amp through um social media. I promote them on on Twitter. I promote them on Facebook. I promote them on Instagram and I promote them on YouTube. And I also promote them on radio shows. Like I used to do obsidian radio and I used to do different radio shows. And that's something I do. I used to promote. That's how I do my primary promotions. I would like to branch out into different other types of promotions like radio show, like more radio shows, but the whole thing is I, I need to find out a way to do that. I would love to do TV ads or something like that. But I do most of my promotion online through social media. I recently got through doing an article for a blog recently, and the guy asked me the exact same question. But I do most of my promotion. Yeah, I did it through Sandman. I, I did one for the Man Crisis. I think I have that one here sitting up here. Yeah, Sandman, he did a review of the Man Crisis, and he put it on his channel, but I'm trying to find other places to promote my work. And if I can find them, I'll be glad to, you know, go out there and reach out to those promoters. Um, but I do primarily most of my promotion online. I'm hoping to reach some other platforms, but it's, it's a lot of challenge. It's a challenge to get to those platforms and reach out to those people. But the whole thing is that you have to do the promotion on your own when you run your own publishing house. So I primarily do a lot of the promotion online and it's gotten me a lot of readers, a lot of people who watch the videos and yeah, Rob, he did, he did give the man crisis high praise. He's it's the only book that Sandman has given a positive review so far. And that's an amazing feat. So I was shocked when I heard that. So it's, it's a testament to the high quality of the writing um, the Man Crisis, again, also available on Amazon.com. Um, this book has broken over 300 sales. I'm trying to get it even higher. I mean, if we can, if we all go out here and support it, I can get this book even higher. So um, hoping to get that higher up as related to sales. I'm going to leave a link to the top selling Man Crisis. Um, got nine ratings on Amazon right now. And get your own copy today on Amazon. 
So my nonfiction, it does fairly well. I'm trying to get my fiction sales up. And that's all part, again, of working from home. I usually am out here every day promoting in some way, shape, or form, whether it be with a video with an ad in front of it or a live stream like I'm doing right now where I'm just talking to the audience and talking to people and letting them get to know me and letting them get to know my products and letting them get to know my approaches, like what I do working from home because working from home, it's, it's again, it's a completely different way of working. But if you work from home, I'm glad to hear that Mobar 71 said Um, Glad to hear that you're talking about the man crisis because a lot of guys out here, they are struggling. And a lot of those guys who are out here that are a part of the man crisis, they are really having a hard time adjusting to things like working from home. They're used to, again, the same old working from the office, working from the job. And that's, that's, that's something that they're not able to do now. So they're having a major shock to the system, but you don't have to have that shock to the system because if you understand things like time management, organization, and communication, you can be able to get your work done and be able to maintain your work-life balance and be able to maintain your mental health. And that's something that I believe is very important for workers out there is maintaining their mental health during this crisis. And if you're working from home, maintaining your mental health is something that you really need to take a important focus on because if you're not all there mentally what's going to happen is you aren't going to be able to be productive and then what's going to happen is your whole life is going to fall apart because for some people they need that workplace in order to feel like there's some sort of stability but the whole thing is is that things are still stable they've just changed a little bit and you have to adapt to the changes so Yes, you are working from home, but you should thank God that you still have a job and you're still getting paid for that job and things are getting done, but they're just getting done a little differently than you're used to. So it's, it's still, you're still blessed to have a good job. You're still blessed to make money, but everybody has to get used to working a little differently than they used to. So this is something so many employers, they have a problem with as related to the workplace. They're thinking that, again, you can work people the exact same way you did in an office and you can't work people like that. You have to give them their space. You have to give them their time and you have to give them that room in order to get things done. Because again, it's not about how they get things done from this point. It's about them getting things done and getting them done up to a standard. As long as the work is meeting a standard, don't have a problem with the process because as long as they are meeting the standards, that is the most important thing. I mean, I don't get upset about how my how the artists I work with, you know, do their work as doing covers like this. I just 
look at the finished product and that's the most important thing for me. I don't sit there and and be like, oh, they're sitting there all day on Twitter all day. It's like, no, he has to be on Twitter all day because I'm not just his, I'm not the only client that my, that the artists I work with have. And they sometimes have to promote their work. Sometimes they're on Facebook and Twitter dropping statuses because they're they're just taking a break from the things that they want to do. I, I, that's that's just par for the course as related to things. What personal struggles or issues do I still deal with while I work at work, work from home? Um, Mobar seventy one seventy. It's not stress free. I'll tell you that much. But the personal struggles I deal with sometimes are, you know. You get your brain will get a bottleneck because you have ideas you want to put together. And what happens is you're trying to get things like I'm trying to write stories down and get them on paper. And sometimes I'll get a bottleneck in my brain and I'll have to take a minute to, you know, pull away from the computer because and I'll be sitting there. I want to get this down on paper. But what I have to do is pull away from that computer because it's the only way I can get things done. So that's one of the struggles you have is the you have a bottleneck as related to your thinking. Another thing that'll lead to you becoming frustrated and a little tired. And sometimes you just have to listen to your body and pull away from the computer and rest because sometimes you want to just keep working, but you can't keep working because your body's just saying, no, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And then there's the other, other um, personal struggle you have with, again, I think, um, you look at um, brother BK from the Rockies. He talked about this, about sometimes your family will want to come into your workspace and they will want to talk to you about different things. And again, that's a struggle you might have or issue you might have to deal with. And other issues you might have to deal with from working from home is sometimes if you put too much on your plate, you'll feel like you have more, you don't have enough hours to get things done. And that's a big problem when you're working from home is sometimes you can overload your plate with so much stuff to do that you start feeling like, okay, I've got all, I've got all this work I want to do, but there's not enough hours in a day. And that's when you have to really check yourself and say, you know, all this work is going to get done, but I just need to relax and take my time and it'll get done. The whole thing is that you want to do so much but the whole thing is you can't only do but so much in a day. And when you're working from home, some people, they, they, they want to try to get all this work done very quick. They want to get all this work done in a rapid fashion, but it just doesn't work that way. I mean, your brain has all these big ideas, but your hands and your eyes and your body, they don't work at that type of speed. So that's something you have to really think about because You'll sit there and think all this stuff up like I do sometimes, but then you have to start thinking you have to go out here and do this stuff. And that's a completely different thing because your body does not run on the same frequency as your mind and you have to get them to sync up with each other. So it's not something that's stress free. There are stressful times. There are stressful periods, but you have to know how to navigate through your emotions and Yes, you're going to feel, but you're not going to act on certain things. There are times when you're going to get frustrated. I mean, I've been gotten frustrated working on different stories, but I've had to work through that frustration. 
And I've had to do things like step away from the computer, sometimes step outside and go to the store, step outside and take a walk. And when I would do that, what would happen is I would wind up clearing my mind and I would be able to relax for a minute. And then taking that break would allow me to step away from step away from things and then come back at it fresh. Um, mobile, it's some, somewhat longer, um, but it, it depends on you. I mean, my day, it, it varies from day to day. I mean, some days I will work till 11 o'clock when I'm doing the writing. And some days I will work till 1.30 on the weekends, depending on how, if I, how I'm getting things done. Because sometimes Monday through Friday, I primarily work doing promotions and stuff like that. And sometimes at night's um, I would do a little writing here and there, but the weekends is when I would do the writing. So your day can be longer or it can be shorter depending on how you want to do it. It just depends on how you what to, what you want to designate your time for. Some so you're working slower, so you're going to have a little bit of a longer day depending on how you want to do things. But it's all up to you. You're in charge of your schedule. And you're in charge of making sure things are done because it's not about, again, the time, really. It's primarily about finishing up tax and getting things done. For example, last week, um, somebody on Facebook sent me some questions for an interview for their blog. And I had to answer the questions, but it took me about a week, a week and a half to answer the questions. And I spent the week, week and a half, just going through the questions. And these were some really good questions. I mean, this was a really thorough interview. And I had to sit down and really think about what I wanted to write as a response. So I wound up sitting there, really thinking about all my responses. And then after I wrote my responses, I had to edit them. I had to look them over and make sure that the work what the the um, interview was saying what I wanted to say before I sent it off. So I had to make sure it got done as related to the quality of it. And that was the primary focus for me was making sure that I answered the questions correctly, that I presented the right arguments for the talking points as related to the interview and making sure I answered the questions in a way that answered them, you know, that in, that um, made everything good overall. So I wanted to make sure I made, I put together really solid answers and responses. And that's what I wanted to do. It's about what I wanted, wanted about getting things done in a quality manner, not about rushing it out and just putting together any old thing. So when you're working, yeah, Mobar, you have no really days off unless you designate them. And yeah, then when you work for yourself, primarily, you don't have any days off. I mean, I work Saturdays and Sundays um, promoting books because Saturday and Sunday are the big days for book sales. So Saturday and Sunday, I have to do promotions on Saturday and Sunday. When you work at home and you work for yourself, it's a completely different thing. Now, if you work for an employer, you could probably take Saturday or Sunday off. But when you work for yourself, it's a seven day thing and you have to keep working because if you don't work, you don't eat. So I have a I have a work ethic, you know, I really push really hard. Sometimes I push too hard because that's another thing you have to really watch out for is pushing too hard. Warren Savior, thank you for the super chat. Really appreciate it. You have to really 
watch out for pushing too hard because that that's sign that you're working too hard. And I used to, at one time I had, you know, gotten my thumb jacked up with a trigger finger because I was writing too much. I had gotten migraines a while back as related to that whole passport mess. And that was a sign that I was stressing myself out and I needed to take a minute you know, to pull back from things. And when you see your body giving you signs when you're working from home, you have to answer those signs. And that's telling you to stop. And that telling you to stop is not a bad thing. It's telling you you're going too far. And when you're starting to see yourself getting headaches, when you're starting to see yourself stressing out, when you start to see, you know, things like your fingers starting to cramp up and stuff like that, that's a sign to pull back and take that minute to rest. And you can overwork yourself when you work for yourself, but you have to really watch how you work. And again, you have to designate that time so that you can relax. Because a lot of one of the big problems um, some people are going to have, especially with some of these NPC bosses, is they will try to overwork you, and nobody has a right to overwork you. You have a right to your downtime. And as I see it, your downtime is good time for you because that time allows you to relax, it allows you to refresh, and it allows you to come at this work and be at your most productive. That's something that people need to have in their work life because your work ethic, it can be something that they can push too hard when they have you working from home, but the whole thing is, you have to set boundaries with those people as related to working from home because you do have a right to sit there and watch your Netflix while you are, you know, working on some spreadsheets. You have a right to watch your TV if you're um, working on something. You have a right to do that. I mean, you have a right to listen to your music because you are at home. This is your place where you are allowed to relax and you are, again, it's not about you being there and, you know, working like a machine. It's about you working there and getting things done because that's the main thing that everybody needs to focus on, you know, primarily as related to um, working from home is it's about getting things done and, you have to trust people to get things done. And this is something people aren't used to. Excuse me, I with the gas and everything. Um, people aren't used to. They're just used to, oh, I can walk into his office. I can send him an email. I can send him. It's like, no, I send him one email. I let him know, okay, this is what I'm looking for um, today. And they get back to me when they get back to me. And I tell them in the email, you know, this is what I need. This is what I'm looking for. I need it by this date. And that's it. You just give people the space and you trust them to do what needs to be done and it'll get done. I mean, the work is going to get done. It's, it's not like it's the end of the world. You have this guy he, or this girl and she's working at home. Let them have their time and they will give you the very best work they can possibly do. I mean, when I go out here and work with different artists like Mike Williams and Bill Walker and many others, they give me their very best and I trust them to give me their very best. And I just, I just leave people alone, give them their space. 
and the work gets finished. And that's what you have to do when you're working with people working from home is you have to trust them because you hired them because you know they're the very best and you know that they're going to give you their very best. So just trust them to do their jobs because even though they're at home, the reason why they got that home is because they work hard, they have a passion for what they do, and they want to give you their very best work, but you have to trust them to get that very best work. And when people are working from home, they're not going to be lazy. They're going to have a work ethic. They just have to approach work from a different perspective because they cannot come at it with that laser-like focus that you have at the office. The office it is an environment where you are primarily focused on one thing, but the home, you have different things that you're doing. And again, the work is going to get done, but it's going to be done in a way where, okay, he's working on this maybe an hour today or two hours today, because sometimes I'll work on a chapter for an hour or two hours, or I'll work on editing for an hour or two hours. And it's, it's, it's like different things are going to get done at different times and it's done in those designated hours, but it's going to get done, but it's not going to be, you know, done at this looking at things like always all the time. He's always in front of the computer all the time. It's going to be different things done for different times. And once you're done, you then send it off to the bosses. And then from there, it just gets done. It gets taken care of after that. So I'm going to get ready to wrap up tonight's stream. Um, I would, if you guys would really go out here and pick up the books of the 2020 catalog, you know, John Haynes, the man with nothing to lose the Mike Williams cover, um, and the variant Josh Howard cover and Isis, the main event, which the goddess next door takes on the beast from the balls and steel cage. You can pick up this one on April 6th on Kindle, but you can pick it up in paperback right now. I'm going to leave a link to Isis, the main event. So if you can pick that book up, I would really appreciate it. And if you could donate to the Patreon, that helps me be able to make more videos and streams. So I would really appreciate it if you guys would pick up the books of the 2020 catalog and The Man Crisis, which is also available on Amazon.com, and the 2019 books, um, Isis, All That Glitters, Esteem, Goddess of, and John Haynes, Dark Succubus. I really would appreciate it. Um, I, I really would appreciate to pick up any of the books of the SJS Direct Imprint. I want to thank everybody for coming to, out to tonight's stream. And I'm hoping that you learned something about working from home from tonight's stream, because I've got to get back to work. I'm doing editing tonight on Eternal Night, and I'm getting ready to start work on the new ISIS book, ISIS Revenge of the Cyber Goddess, and I hope you'll be there for tomorrow night's stream where I will be dealing with new warriors and why black people 
in the comics and manga need to control our image. I hope you'll be there for tomorrow night's stream, which will be at 10 p.m. And I hope you learn something from tonight's stream. I hope you'll be there for tomorrow night's stream, and I hope you'll be there to check out tomorrow night's stream.